Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, 
which is official Jamel Sanders. So I look forward to connecting with you. I am active on social, and I would love to connect and do life with you in the days to come. Uh, Speaking of me, uh, beyond this podcast, I am the CEO and founder of Jamel Sanders International, a global uh, empowerment leadership development firm that is on the cutting edge in terms of training, developing, and empowering and deploying the next generation of leaders. JSI was started more than a decade ago to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential through capacity building systems and programs. Ultimately, my organization exists to provide solutions to global problems. And so I have the distinct privilege of working with leaders around the world, providing consultation, providing advisement, providing training and development, and helping to bring solutions to the global problems of our time. And so you can find out more about me, my seminars, symposiums, consulting, all of that information right there on the website as well. And, of course, you can always reach out to us about more uh, information in terms of our products and services and how we can better serve you. So thank you so much for this opportunity to get to do life with you. I want to quickly recommend a resource, and we're going to come right back and jump into this topic. Um, I have read a number of books, but what I want to recommend to you right now is my latest release. This is book number 10. Next, the emergence of the history shapers. I had a very in-depth prophetic vision, and in this vision, I begin to see the collapse of industries and systems and institutions. I begin to see almost like a metamorphosis and a shifting happening globally. And this happened just a little before the pandemic broke out around the world. And as the pandemic broke out, I began to put some of the vision and what I saw into a book form because I wanted to provide a tool and a resource that would help leaders to navigate this moment of uncertainty and change in the world. I believe that change management is one of the most important skills we can have, and pivotability is essential to the preservation of business and organizations in this uncertain time. And so I wrote this book because I wanted to provide leaders with a prophetic framework for the future. I believe that visionaries have the ability to engineer the future and ultimately empower and bring others into that reality. And so if we want to uh, give birth to that which is not yet born to time, we need visionary leadership. And so I wrote this book as a message to visionary leaderships to rise up, to not allow crises to cripple you, to not allow crises to censor you or to cause you to become Um, cowardice, but allow this to be a moment of courage where we can begin to chart the course forward and engineer the change and the breakthroughs we want to see. And so in the book, I delve into um, how change management and leadership works, the power of succession in leadership. I talk about the characteristics of those that will shape history. I talk about um, the the absolute importance of being mantled to lead change in a crisis environment and so much more. I'm hearing some tremendous feedback from individuals that are 
having awakenings and aha moments as they read this book, and they begin to plot the course and the path forward as we come through a very interesting two years. When the pandemic broke out, so many leaders were reaching out to me. I could tell they were in a panic. Many of them have never navigated anything quite like this, and so I wanted to write this book because change is a part of life. It is a part of our journey, and we can navigate it and emerge even more powerful, more equipped, more empowered, and that's why I wrote the book. So you can get Nick from um, Amazon, Kindle Nook, and other book distributors as well. I hope that you'll get a copy if you are a manager, a leader, a CEO, or even running your own business, you need this book because you need to have the ability to navigate uncertain times with wisdom and insight. So I hope you get a copy and add Nick to your library. Also, I have a very quick ask of you today. I try not to ask you too much, but I would love for you to take a moment either on um, the Apple platform or the Spotify platform, and to leave a review for the podcast. Uh, many people have listened over the years. They've even told me how they enjoy the podcast, how it has resonated with them. But I want other people to enjoy it and for it to resonate with them as well. And the best way to help me to do that is to leave a review. And so if you could go to Apple or go to Spotify right in the app and take a moment and leave a review of the show. Leave an honest review. If you don't like it, that's okay. If you do like it, leave that as well. We want to do that because, first of all, it helps other people to see uh, that you're getting some value out of the program, and it also helps us in terms of data and analytics and numbers as we continue to grow this platform in the days to come. So if you could do that for me, that would be a tremendous help to us as we're getting this message of empowerment out to the world, and it's going to help in the future so that more people can be empowered and live their greatest life. So thank you in advance for your help. We're going to take a very quick break and come right back for today's topic. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Welcome back. So we're continuing a series that we have been in for quite some time. Uh, Unfortunately for some, this will be the last part of this series because um, guess what? We're getting ready to celebrate another milestone and anniversary of the podcast. And so I'm going to wrap this up today and we're going to begin to move into some new areas. But the reason I've spent so much time on this topic, commitments, charting the course to changing your life, this is part six, uh, is because I want this to really be a different year for you. You know, so many people go into a new year with this excitement, this enthusiasm, this adrenaline. And the reality is that by mid-January, most people have 
abandoned their goals, they have given up on their vision, and they have reverted back to the same bad habits, same familiar cycles in their lives, and then we get to January 1st of the next year, and they have all this excitement again, but nothing changes. And nothing changes because so many times we don't make the commitments necessary so that we can chart the course to changing our lives. And so I wanted to do this series because I wanted to give you some very practical tools and strategies and tactics to help you make the shift in your life so that this can really be a better year for you and you can begin to realize your full potential in the days to come. And so over the course of these weeks, we have really delved into everything from um, setting more strategic goals to intentionality. We have talked about the importance of even relationships and Last time we delved into making the climb and how you have to exert the energy and put the effort in to elevate your life to the next level. And I thought it would be very appropriate to end this with something that I consider to be very, very important. And today we're going to spend some time talking about the law of execution. If you have followed my life or work for any length of time, you have heard me talk over and over again about about execution, excuse me, because this really is the thing that separates those that achieve great things from those that live average lives. And you have to become a person of execution. Execution is not something that you can do occasionally. It's something you have to do persistently if you want to make progress in your life and you really want to live the life that you were created and destined to live. The difference in lifestyles are the leaps we are willing to take and the capacity that we are willing to build. Now, I could spend a whole show on that statement. The difference in lifestyles are the leaps we are willing to take and the capacity that we are willing to build. I hope that you will stay connected on social media because I'm releasing a piece this week that really goes into the power of making big leaps in our lives and embracing the next level. And so if the difference in lifestyle is the leaps we're willing to take and capacity we're willing to build, the question then becomes what leaps are you taking to take your life out of neutral and into overdrive? What big jump do you need to take right now in your life to move you from where you are to where it is that you truly want to be? And then the next question is are you building capacity? So many times we desire life, lifestyles and goals and dreams and aspirations that we don't even have the capacity for in our lives. It's one thing to have a dream. It's another thing to be developed and built for the manifestation and reality of that dream in your life. And so one thing I always try to do is to be very honest with people and let them know that it's more to it than having a vision and a dream for your life. You have to begin to put foot to the vision, and one of the ways that you're going to be able to put feet to the vision is by having capacity. You can't fulfill a vision that you are not built and capable of accomplishing. Let me say that again. You cannot fulfill a vision that you don't have the capacity and the bandwidth to accomplish. 
Yes, you have a dream. Yes, you have an aspiration. But how do you move from hope to manifestation in your life? You do that through execution, and you cannot execute without having capacity. And so capacity requires discipline. It requires development. It requires uh, coaching and training and mentoring and maturity and growth and so many different things in our lives that so many people want to do. I think most of all, execution will require inconvenience. And inconvenience is always the catalyst to the improvement of your life. And so, so many times people are looking for something deep and profound and they don't realize that improving your life is really about willing to get uncomfortable and to do those necessary things that will move you from where you are to where it is that you want to be. And so as we begin to bring this series to a close, the greatest commitment you can make in order to change your life is the commitment to embrace and to execute your vision. Let me say that again. As we bring this series to a close, the greatest commitment you must make in order to change your life is the commitment to embrace and execute your vision. And so if this is the most important commitment that we can make, I want to pose this question to you. Have you committed to embracing and executing your vision? Because I see so many people that talk a very good talk, they have all the right catchphrases, all the right affirmations, but when we really look at their lives, I don't see any fruit. I don't see any results. I don't see any progress taking place. And so you have to begin to embrace and to execute your vision if you want to be successful. You've heard me say this. If you've listened to this show for the last 10 years, you've heard me say this many times. Where there is no vision, people perish. Where there is no prophetic utterance, the people cast off restraints and run wild. What is wrong with the world today is not that people are products of the environment or prisoners of circumstance. We have a generation that has no vision for their life. When you don't have a vision for your life, you always live your life um, serving somebody else's vision. When you don't have a vision for your life, your time begins to be consumed by the activities and the efforts of others because you don't have a clear path of distinction and direction for where you're going with your life. And so you have got to have a vision. You have got to know where you're going. You can't afford to spend all your days scrolling social media, binge-watching Netflix, helping everybody else do their agendas, but never advancing in the things that you want to do. And so embracing your vision is a choice that we must all make. Let me say that again. Embracing your vision is a choice that we must all make. And one of the ways that you are going to begin to embrace your vision is to get it out of your head, get it onto paper before you, where you can begin to see your vision and goals in a more positive light. You know, a lot of people have told me, oh, my goals, my vision is in my head. But it's not enough for it to be in your head. You need to get these things down on paper and you need to have the ability to see them so that you can begin to formulate some plan for the realization and manifestation of those things. Executing your vision is a commitment um, that you ever make. And the reason I say that is because if only 1% is really achieving this true level of success and prosperity and greatness in life, 
then that leaves 99% that are not doing it. And what I tell people all the time is that if you would do just 1% more than the average person every day, you're going to live an uncommon life. But we live in a society and a culture that is lazy, and they're lazy because we have all of these excuses and all of the reasons why we can't do what it is that we say we want to do, which lets me know that we don't really want to do it and that it's not really a priority in our lives. Because anything that we prioritize, we pursue, and anything that we prioritize, we are willing to partner with to see that thing become a reality in our lives. And so when we talk about things that we're never really willing to give ourselves to, it's a very good indication that that might not be a priority in our lives. And so if you want to separate yourself from the past, if you want to be that one that is distinguished among the 1% and the top performers and the high achievers, then you're going to have to be willing to do what nobody else is willing to do. I always say if you do what others want, you can live like others never will. If you do what others want, you'll live like others never will. But if you do the status quo, you're going to settle for the same mediocre results that everybody else is achieving. And so there has to be this innate desire within you for more, to be more, to do more, to have more, to create more with your life. And in order for you to get to that, you're going to have to be a person that begins to execute on your vision consistently. And what I've discovered is that execution requires the elimination of our excuses. I want that to soak in for a minute. Execution requires the elimination of our excuses. Most people, when I begin to talk to them like I'm talking to you today, about moving from a dream in their heart to the realization of that dream in their lives, and I begin to talk about the discipline and the execution for that to happen, most people begin to give me a bunch of excuses. Let me tell you what I mean by that. When I tell a person, that's great, but if you want to do this, you need to do A, B, C, D. This is what I hear. I don't have time for that. I wasn't born into the right family. I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. I don't have the education. I don't have the pedigree. I don't have the knowledge to do that. I'm afraid of that. Everybody has told me that I'm crazy, that that will never happen for me. All of these are, while we might consider them to be legitimate excuses, they are illegitimate excuses, and they are the lies that limit us and keep us in the same cycles of frustration, failure, and defeat in our lives. The reality is that if it's going to be, it's up to me, and that you are the catalyst for all change in your life. What I love about the message of empowerment is that this is not a message of misplaced responsibility. I want you to write that down. The message of empowerment is not a message of misplaced responsibility. In other words, this is not a blame game. This is not a point of finger match at other people. The message of empowerment is so great because I have to personally take responsibility for my life, for the choices I make, for the direction that my life takes for how I use my time and energy and effort and how all of that contributes to the manifestation of my dreams and goals. And so you have to begin to eliminate the excuses in your life. Excuses are the monuments that we build to mediocrity in our lives. 
And let me tell you, some people have built some really big monuments to, in their lives to mediocrity because they like excuses. Excuses uh, give us a sense of relief. Many times they give us a pass to really undermine our potential and to not give ourselves fully to the accomplishment of our goals, our dreams, our aspirations, provide us with a layer of insulation so that they can ultimately continue to conceal the insecurities and inadequacies that we have in our souls. And so as long as we are insecure, as long as we are feeling inadequate, as long as we insulate ourselves with the lies and excuses that we tell ourselves, we get to stay in the same state and nothing progresses or moves or grows or is challenged about our lives. Excuses are the shrines we build that enslave us to second-class living. And so you have to decide, do you want excuses or do you want results? What do you want more in your life? Because we can continue to tell ourselves excuses, but as I often tell people, uh, as we make our excuses, time is not waiting on us. Time is moving. Moments are being stolen. Opportunities are being squandered. And most of all, the seed of your potential is dying because if you're not developing it or doing anything with it, it's dying and it will never reach your full maturity. And so you can continue to tell yourself all the excuses, but understand that the exploration of your potential is the consequence of continuing to make excuses in your life. Let me say that again. The exploration of your potential is the consequence of continuing to make excuses in your life. So are you going to continue to make excuses for why you can't do this, why you can't achieve that, or are you going to begin to pursue the things that you desire to see manifest in your life? Our excuses make us comfortable, but they also endanger the change that we desperately want to see in our lives. And so you have to make a quality decision that you are going to eliminate the excuses in your life once and for all. I always say that success is a no-excuse zone. I want you to write that down. Success is a no-excuse zone. That means that either you're going to have success or you're going to have mediocrity, but you're not going to have both. And the difference between success and average is execution. The difference between success and mediocrity is execution. Execution is the bridge that moves us from desire to dream fulfillment. Let me say that again. Execution is the bridge that moves us from desire to dream fulfillment. And so, so many times people are wondering why their life is not working while it feels like they are on pause or living on repeat. And the reason is, is because without execution, you will always be a dreamer. You will never see the realization of that dream. And so it's one thing to have a dream. It's another thing to realize the dream. And the only way that happens is through execution. Execution is the great bridge we cross between potential and the development of our potential. Execution is the great bridge we cross between potential and the development of our potential. Execution is the distance between a picture of the future and prophetic fulfillment. I want to make this real clear. And so what we often have is a picture of the future and what is possible, but very few people get to prophetic fulfillment. And so execution requires more than ambition or aspiration. 
ambition and aspiration are often the womb of abortion in our lives. I want you to write that down. Ambition and aspiration are often the wounds of abortion in our lives. Why? Because action is the womb of achievement. And so on the other side of action is always achievement. On the other side of action is always actualization of a dream or goal. On the other side of action is always advancement. And so a lot of people will tell me, oh, Jamel, I feel like I'm stuck. And I say, what action are you taking? And they say, well, I'm not really taking anything. I'm trying to figure it out. One of the most important lessons I ever learned is that success favors speed. What do I mean by that? Success favors speed, which means that a person that does not have complete knowledge but is willing to take action in the desired direction of their dream will achieve much more than a person that lives in the land of figuring it out. What happens is we allow the unknowns and the uncertainty to put our lives on pause and repeat instead of acting in the midst of the uncertainty so that we can advance and we can ultimately see the realization of our goals. Execution requires action. But let me say this about action. Action, uh, but not inspired action. And why is inspired action not good for you? Because if you only take action when you're inspired, you're not going to take very much action in your life. See, what we fail to understand about very successful people, the people that are the high achievers in the 1%, is not that they don't go through things and encounter difficulties just as you do in your life. The difference in those individuals is that they don't operate by emotion. They operate by discipline. And so you cannot just take action when you're in. You have to take action consistently. That means on the difficult days, you have to take action. On the frustrating days, you have to take action. On the days where it seems like everything is falling apart, you have to take action. What we do is we take inspired emotional action instead of taking persistent, courageous action to see the results that we want. So no more taking inspired action. You've got to do this thing consistently if you want to see change in your life. You need intentional action if you want to manifest your vision. I always say take action in the direction of your desired dream or goal. And so people are like, I don't know what to do. Well, take the first step. As you take the first step, the second step begins to unfold. As you take the second step, the third step begins to unfold. And any time you get to a point where you don't know what to do, you act on what you do know to do, and then you enlist the help of somebody that has traveled that path before that can give you the other pieces. But we never settle into inaction. We never settle into uh, this state of not making any progress in our lives or acting on our goals. And so you've got to act in the direction of your dream. When you act with intention, this is what happens. You eliminate the distractions. When you act with intention, distractions will become irrelevant to you because you understand that I am totally focused, I am concentrated, and ultimately when you take action with intention, you become consumed with your goal. And it is difficult to conquer a person that is consumed with a vision. Write that down. 
It is difficult to conquer a person that is consumed with a vision. And so this is how I know that most people don't have it. They give up so easily at the first onset of pressure or difficulty or uncertainty. They begin to revert back to those same patterns that they used to operate in before. And it just lets me know that you are not consumed and really committed to that thing in your life. When you act with intention, you embody focus. You don't just focus, you begin to embody everything around you, everybody around you, every person that encounters you begin to see that there's something different, that this person is serious about getting this done. One thing people will tell you about me is if I'm really serious about something, I'm going to be laser focused in on it, and I'm not going to allow anything to break my focus or my stride. I'm going to see it through to the end and see it realized. And when you act with intention, you also engineer wins and victories in your life. And so if you want this to be a different year, a winning year, a year of breakthroughs and results and manifestation, you got to begin to act with intention in your life. The next thing you got to understand is direction. You got to know where you're going. Your feet will never take you where your mind has never been. And so you first have to go there in thought before you can go there in reality. But you got to know where you're going. And so that means that you must create, clarify, and chart your course according to your vision and detach from everything that will attempt to detour you. Let me say that again. Direction, it means that you must create, clarify, and chart your course according to your vision and be willing to detach from everything that will attempt to derail you. And so you've got to know where you're going. So many people are frustrated with their lives because they don't know where they're going. And in order to know where you're going, you have to know what you want. And most people cannot articulate for you what, what they want. And you cannot attract into your life what you lack the ability to articulate. I want you to write that down. You cannot attract into your life what you lack the ability to articulate. And so people are like, I want change. What is that? Define the change. Specify the change. Get clear about the change because you're not going to see anything manifest in your life that you lack the ability to give language and expression to. And so I want you to get clear about where you're going and knowing what it's going to take for you to get there. And then the next component that you need is consistency. Consistency is what I call the secret of champions. If you want to live a victorious life, if you want to manifest your greatest goals, dreams, and desires, you got to be a person of consistency. I always say this. You don't succeed at what you do occasionally. You succeed at what you do consistently. And so you got to develop consistency in your life. This is what I've learned about consistency. Consistency determines what you conquer. If you want to conquer something in your life, you got to be willing to be consistent. Inconsistency is what perpetuates cycles of frustration, failure, and defeat in our lives. So many people are like, I don't understand what happened. What happened is you continue to be inconsistent, and as a result of that inconsistency, you have birthed a pattern and a school in your life that is not easily broken. And so if you want to conquer some things, if you want to confront some giants, if you want to get the victory in some areas in your life this year, 
you've got to be a person of consistency. That means that you've got to begin to get committed to the process over and over again without being emotional, without looking for some great outcome. The thing about consistency, you have to be consistent when you don't see anything. You know, I even think about this podcast. I think about my business. There's so many times over the years where I didn't see anything at all. I didn't see any momentum. I didn't see any progress. I didn't even feel like it was working. But I had to be consistent, and as I was consistent, I began to break through those resistance and barriers, and guess what? I began to see progress and advancement. Most people don't even give a thing time before they give up on it. They're so inconsistent. They move to the next thing. We move from project to project, never accomplishing anything in our lives, starting a million different things, but never accomplishing one thing that we can say was completed. I want this to be the year where you get something completed in your life. I don't want you to have 50 projects every week. You're a different thing. You've got a different business and strategy. I want you to stick with something this year and to produce an outcome and a result in your life, okay? Consistency determines what you construct. And so if you want to build a business, build an enterprise, build your life, you've got to be a person of consistency. Consistency determines your capacity. You know, one of the things that I always tell you is that if you want to live your greatest life, if you want to manifest your greatness, you got to build capacity. Most people want something that they don't even have the capacity for. And so if you want a platform, you need capacity. If you want influence, you need capacity. Because if you give somebody a platform and influence without capacity, it will crush them and destroy them. And so you need capacity, and capacity can't be built in your life without consistency. Uh, People, you know, admire me and the work I do and, and the things I've been able to accomplish and the influence that I've been so blessed to have. And the reason I have that influence and that platform is because I have built the capacity for it. That means that I can occupy the platform because I prepared for it. I can take the stage because I've been developed for this. I'm not winging it. I'm not getting up there um, unsure and not knowing what I'm doing. I've been built for this. And so you've got to be built for this, and you do that through consistency. You, you do that through persistence and doing the things, developing the disciplines, uh, Making growth a priority, investing the time and energy causes you to be world-class at what you do. Consistency will define the cycles of your life. And so all I have to do is look at your consistency, and it will begin to tell me everything I need to know about the cycles and the patterns of your life. Every change in your life is the product of consistency. And so if you want to see something change, you want to see something break, you want to see something shift in your life, you've got to become a person of consistency. What we need to understand is that consistency is having the ability to remain devoted to a goal well beyond emotion or enthusiasm. Let me just be real honest with you. Every day you're not going to be motivated. Every second you're not going to be inspired. Every moment you are not going to feel empowered. But if you will be consistent in doing the things that are necessary to change your life, you are going to build the capacity, the resolve, the wherewithal, the bandwidth, and the wiring that you need to live the life of your dreams. 
Consistency is having the fortitude to finish. It is having the resolve to produce the results that you want to see happen and manifest in your life. Consistency is the ability to give yourself fully to your dreams. And so I want to ask you a question today. Have you given yourself fully to your dreams? Most people, if they're honest with themselves, they have given themselves half-heartedly to their dreams, but they have not given themselves fully to your dream. Anything that you attempt half-heartedly will birth disappointment and hopelessness in your life. Write that down. Anything that you attempt half-heartedly will birth disappointment and hopelessness in your life. And so one of the reasons that people are not seeing the results, the victories, the breakthroughs that they want to see is because they are half-hearted. You have got to give yourself fully to that thing if you want to see it manifest and become a reality in your life. And then the final piece today is accountability. This is what I call the partner of every winner. Accountability is the partner of every winner. You need accountability partners in your life. And let me tell you why. On those days where you don't feel like it, where you feel discouraged, where you feel despondent and distressed, you need accountability in your life because that accountability is going to force you to shake yourself, get yourself together, and get back focused on what it is that you said that you want. One of the things that has played a tremendous role in my success, people like how have you written 10 books, how you have a podcast that's over a decade old, how have you been able to do all of this work in empowering people around the world, accountability has played a big part. And because I have accountability partners in my life, I know that when I talk to those individuals, they're going to be very upfront and honest with me, and they're going to be asking for a progress report on what I'm doing and what I'm accomplishing. And what I don't ever want to do when I talk to those individuals is to tell them that I have not done anything and I'm not making any progress in my life. First of all, it's dishonor and it's a disrespect of that person's time, position, and placement in your life. If you're not going to do anything, why do you even need an accountability partner? And so accountability helps us to stay focused on our goals. It keeps us honest, and it keeps your head in the game. Let me say that again. Accountability keeps you honest, and it keeps your head in the game. And most of all, accountability will expose your standards and will sustain all of your success. Let me say that again. Accountability will expose your standards or the lack thereof, and it will also be the key to the sustainability of your success. And so those that achieve success and ascend into realms of greatness and unlimited potential and possibilities are people that have established strong accountability mechanisms in their lives. And so if this year is going to be different, if you're going to really see your goals manifest and your dreams realized in 2022, I want you to be a person that has strong accountability in your life. And so just to quickly recap with you, we talked about so much today, but what I want you to understand is that when we talk about execution, we're talking about action, but not inspired action, intentional action in the direction of your desired outcome. We talked about direction. You have to know where you're going, which will require you to create, clarify, and chart according to your vision. We talked about consistency, which is the secret of champions. 
and that you have to do things well beyond enthusiasm. It is giving yourself fully to the accomplishment of your dreams. And then we talked about accountability, the partner of every winner, and making sure that you have accountability mechanisms and systems in your life that will set you up for success, prosperity, and sustainability. This series has been good. It had to be good for me to spend six episodes delving deep like I have never done on this show because I really want this to be a different and a better year for you. This can be the greatest year of your life. If you will take these six episodes, listen to them over and over again, and apply what I share with you, I guarantee you you're going to be living in a realm of success, prosperity, and greatness in every area of your life. This is the end of the series. I know some are sad to see it go, but I know you've gotten tremendous value from it. I'm excited because the next time I talk to you, we're going to be celebrating an anniversary, a milestone of this podcast as we continue to take this wonderful message of empowerment to people around the world. To think that I was not even sure about doing a podcast and to see it evolve into what it is today and to have the impact that it's having is truly amazing. Thank you for spending these six episodes with me. I hope you get some tremendous value out of it, and I can't wait to share where we're going next as we continue on this journey of empowering you to fulfill your purpose and to realize your greatest potential. Thank you for letting me do life with you. I look forward to talking with you again real soon. Be blessed.